Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Passed to Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and what? it's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we're going to talk about some of the whispers that have been going on around the team. You know that there was a report recently involving the Jets and their coaching search. A little bit about a certain quarterback that some people might be interested in for the Jets as well. And the man behind those reports is with me right now. He's the CEO of U Stadium. Little bit on the controversial side, but trust me when I tell you he's plugged in. Mr. Nick Spano. Nick, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for coming back on the show. Of course, man. Anytime. You know, I love kind of catching up and venting about the Jets with you since I've deleted my Twitter and kind of resort to just tweeting a bit here and there from you stadium, but mostly just posting on the app. But uh love hopping on the show anytime. I always tell people, I know that you come across as pretty abrasive on Twitter sometimes, <laughs> but you're not like that in real life. You're really doing that as sort of an alter ego, I guess, on Twitter. But the other thing is, <laughs> and I don't think people realize how plugged in you are. There have been a lot of times where I've heard things that panned out from you that I wasn't allowed to talk about, obviously, but you had it way before because you know a lot of agents, you know people with teams because of your position with U Stadium, you have a lot of good information. And so when you put out that report about Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern, I immediately texted you and said, what are you hearing? And you started telling me what was going on. And I thought it would be fun to have you on to talk about that and everything else that's going on around the Jets. So you're the only one right now that has reported that Fitzgerald information. Talk a little bit about that report, what you heard. Obviously, there are certain things that you probably can't reveal and you obviously can't talk about where you got it from. But tell me a little bit about what you heard there and how realistic of a possibility you think it is that they really do chase him in the offseason as their potential next head coach. 
Yeah, of course. And I appreciate that. I mean, you know, really with Usadium and we're not in the business of like breaking news, quote unquote. So I don't really kind of go public with a lot of, you know, some of the information that I get or, you know, when I'm talking to different kind of people around uh, the sport, um, it's really because, you know, we do stay in touch with a lot of the players who like to have them at different events and, you know, talk doing Q&As with fans on the app and really just kind of working with the players. So we're not in the real breaking news business, but um, really kind of found out, I stumbled upon <laughs> the, the Fitzgerald news. Like I wasn't even thinking of him as a, you know, as an option for the Jets. Like really, he wasn't even in the back of my mind. I didn't even think about it. Um, so I, I was texting with someone that I know in the, you know, with the Jets um, about uh, Jim Harbaugh, actually, <laughs> you know, because I have a, a long, you know, affinity for Jim Harbaugh, but currently at this time, I'm not, I don't think he's the right guy. I think he's got, too many gaze qualities and that's not a good thing. Um, so, you know, I was talking, I said, you know, what's the, what's the deal with Harbaugh? Is it, is it a possibility? Um, you know, so just kind of seeing where everything was more out of just curiosity for myself as like checking in to see what was going on. And um, person I spoke to said totally up to what happens with Woody Johnson, really with Jim Harbaugh. So nothing concrete there, but, um, hasn't heard of the Jets kind of snooping around Harbaugh yet, but you know, he did tell me like that could change with Woody Johnson. You know, he's expected to come back. I'm not sure what kind of role he'll have when he does come back. If he'll like get right back into the driver's seat or if he'll kind of just ride shotgun with his brother as the, you know, the co-pilot here, but you know, so nothing really concrete on, on the Harbaugh side, but he did say uh, the Jets are hitting the, you know, the college rankings really hard and said one guy who, you know, they specifically really, really like and wouldn't be surprised if he's their number one target is Pat Fitzgerald. Um, did also mention, unfortunately, that he thinks it's com- somewhat of a long shot he would come here. Um, you know, so it's it's something where they're really going to have to uh, sweeten the pot to get something like that done to even have him, you know, entertain an interview. You know, as you know, I'm sure just a quick Google search will tell you, like, he he's turned down the Packers. So if he doesn't want the Packer job, I'm sure he you know, the jet job is kind of laughable to him, but, um, and he also turned down, uh, I believe the Panthers last year. Um, I think it was them who, who requested an interview with him as well. Um, so, you know, teams are aware, you know, they, they love that Matt rule kind of, uh, program builder. And they see that, you know, they see that a lot of qualities in Fitzgerald. So I'm not going to be surprised if he gets some, uh, definitely some interest this kind of coaching season. Um, and I do know that the Jets, whether it's, you know, really from the Douglas side or whoever it may be, I'm assuming it is, you know, the Douglas side who's really interested in, in at least trying to get him in to, to talk about the position and see what where they can go. But, you know, the, the good news out of that is they are kind of looking in the right spot for that program builder. And they did, you know, he did tell me that they are looking um, at the college rankings pretty hard. So, you know, you can kind of fill in the blanks on some, names that are kind of floated out there. I don't think it's going to be any of the, you know, the Dabo Sweeney or Lincoln Riley, uh, huge names like that. But, you know, you never know. It could be, you know, maybe a uh, the offensive coordinator from Clemson, you know, if, if Trevor Lawrence, you know, if the Jets were to pull this off and, you know, finish what they have going right now. And, you know, maybe they do come as like a, a pairing or maybe they do go, you know, I know you don't want to hear, but maybe the hardball thing does come to fruition. But, um, it seems like 
that is at least something that they're very interested in as of right now. And also the great news is that Adam Gase is gone. Like he is not coming back. So people can kind of get that little worry out of their mind. I know they hear the, uh, <clears throat> you know, Chris Johnson talking, speaking highly of him and Joe Douglas with his, you know, quote, coach speak, I guess you can call it, even though he's a, the general manager, um, they, you know, they're in a no win situation. You know, we all know what's going on here. Um, they've been doing their research on coaching candidates for weeks. You know, it's not something that just started last week. Um, so they, you know, I know when people are like, Oh, just fire Gase already. Like they need a head start. Like that's bogus. Like they, they have done their research. They're doing their research. Um, I'm sure they'll have a very wide, they'll cast a wide net for, for interviews, you know, starting what the season ends January 3rd, you know, January 4th, he'll be gone. And, um, you know, we can kind of take a breath of, uh, take a deep breath and focus on what will probably be the, I feel like we say this every three years, but the biggest coaching hire that the Jets have made in, in a long time. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. With Pat Fitzgerald, there's a relationship with Joe Douglas. Apparently, the two of them are tight. That's what you were telling me before we started recording. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing it has something to do with Joe Douglas's time as a scout for the Ravens when he was developing relationships with different college head coaches because they've never crossed paths otherwise, right? Yeah, no, I I don't know of any any kind of relationship that way, but you know, I do know Douglas is very respected within, you know, the scouting community and making his rounds about, you know, in the, in the college football ranks. And um, I, w- I wonder, and to totally the guess of mine, but when dating back to uh, Douglas's day with the days with the bears, you know, just with the location aspect of that, you know, <clears throat> with Fitzgerald, um, if that is where they maybe developed more of a, a relationship, I'm not sure, you know, how tight they are, if it is something where they're like, you know, texting buddies, you know, so to say, but, um, they obviously, they, they know of each other and, um, enough so that, that Douglas and, you know, the current Jets, uh, think very highly of him. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely a a previous relationship. And I think that's where Douglas kind of really makes his, you know, earns his money there is, is that deep relationships he has not only with 
you know, guys around the NFL seeing as like that, that great, you know, talented group of front office guys that the Jets have brought in. Um, but also around the college football world with, you know, coaches, head coaches, assistant coaches around there, that, that goes a long way too. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence before, so let's talk about him a little bit. You had another report at U Stadium about what's going on with Lawrence. And it's interesting because there's been so much chatter about whether he could go back to Clemson or whether he could try to force his way to some team, whether he could execute some sort of power play. I've never believed that, and I know that you and I have had private conversations laughing about the media talking that up as something they just needed to do in order to generate conversation. But your report (laughs) dumped a lot of cold water on all of those, I guess you would say, semi-conspiracy theories involving Lawrence. It looks like he's not only going to enter the draft, but whoever picks him is going to get him. Yeah, I mean, like, how easy is it just to like laugh at the 0 and 11 Jets? And, you know, a few weeks ago it was, oh, if the Jets get the first pick like they have now, he's going to stay in school. Well, that's debunked. He's not staying in school. And now it's, oh, well, if the Jets get the first pick, he's going to force a trade. Where is he going to force a trade to the Jaguars, like Jacksonville or Washington? Or is he going to wait and, you know, go and play in the XFL or something? It's not going to happen. First off, he all but committed to, um, all but declared, you know, the other night when he was honored as a junior football player on senior night. And after the game, he thanked the fans and thanked the school, et cetera. Um, pretty much hours after our report, um, where I was told by an agent that I know who was in the final, uh, three or four groupings, uh, for, uh, Trevor Lawrence to, to sign with his agent. And this dates back, I think about a month and a half ago when we came out with the first report <clears throat> early October saying, uh, Lawrence is expected to declare he's already, you know, and gotten down to the final five agents. He's been talking with them for weeks. His, his team has been talking with agents. Um, and then just the other day I reached out and said, Hey, you know, what's going on? Are you guys still in the running for Lawrence? Is he, you know, is he picked his agent? He said, yeah, unfortunately we're not going to, uh, be, you know, signing or Lawrence isn't going to be signing with us. Um, he's leaning towards agent X, um, basically proving he's declaring he's picked an agent. And once the Clemson season ends, probably a day or two after, um, whether that is with a national championship or if they, you know, they'll make the playoffs, you know, if they lose in the first round or the national championship, they'll, he'll declare soon after that. He's already graduating, uh, in the next couple of weeks. So, um, he's coming out. He's not going to force himself out of New York to go play in Jacksonville or, Atlanta, you know, which isn't even feasible. I think they're like the 12th pick already. Um, He's going to come out. He's going to play with whoever gets the first pick, and hopefully that's the Jets. As far as what happens after that, if the Jets are lucky enough to get that first pick, everybody has discussed Darnold's trade value. You heard Adam Schefter say a couple of weeks ago that he thinks the Jets could probably get something similar to what Miami gave up for Josh Rosen, a two and a five. From what you're hearing, do you think that's about right, or is that maybe a little high? It's tough to say because, you know, really what what needs to happen, like if you're basing this off, and teams aren't going to do this, but if you're basing your decision off of what happens in the final six weeks with this Jets team and this Jets coaching staff and this Jets season – why would you give up anything for Sam Tartle? You know, it's like you're looking at him, you're like, 
shit, I can go sign, you know, player X off the street and come in and he'll play better than Darnold. He's statistically the worst quarterback in football. Your eyes tell you he's probably one of the worst quarterbacks in football. So what are you talking about at two and a five? Those, those GMs who are going to have interest in Darnold, this dates back to three years ago. You know, if they're still, you know, still a part of the organizations that liked him at the time, nothing that happens year one, two, and three with the Jets are going to say, well, I don't know, maybe he isn't any good. Teams know what happened. Teams know the situation that he's in. You're going to trade for Darnold, and you're going to, you know, if he, let's say the Chicago Bears are picking 16th and they miss out on the top quarterbacks in this draft, um, obviously you're not going to sign a guy. They, they tried the Foles route. That obviously didn't work. So they're sitting there on draft night. You have Lawrence, Field, Lance, uh, Mac Jones, and let's say even Kyle Trask for whatever reason are off the board, or they don't like, they don't love Trask, whatever happens. And they're sitting there and they're like, all right, well, there's Sam Darnold, who we loved before the draft. We have two years before we have to pay him. We have a defense that can win now. Let's go give, you know, a second rounder and a fifth. Yeah, the, the value is there for that. It's a starting quarterback who just three years ago, again, he's only 23 years old, who just three years ago went three overall and was like, if you know, not the consensus, but if you ask, you know, 30 teams, let's say 28 of them said he was the number one guy on their board. Um, I know the Denver Broncos loved him at the time. So, you know, it's really up to Joe Douglas to, you know, go get his demands, go reach, go get his price that he wants. And he's shown he's been able to do that with Jamal Adams, you know, with the Leonard Williams trade, make sure there's multiple teams interested, which I'm sure there will be. Um, I don't know who even had the report saying like a late one is still in the question. I doubt that. Um, but like, I don't think a, a mid to late second rounder and then, you know, a late pick, even if let's say you have to say, you know, Darnold and a 2022 fifth rounder or sixth rounder, you know, goes for a two and a five, you know, something along those lines. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets kind of attach another pick to it. But um, I don't think it's something where you're just going to like punt away, punt him away and say, well, let's just take a fourth and be happy. I think there's still a market for him. Um, and I think you'll be able to put a few teams against each other because NFL coaches are stubborn, man. And they, and they, they have egos and, and, you know, all it takes is one team to say, go get this guy. He's 24. We don't have to pay him yet. <clears throat> you know, we'll be able to set his own, we'll be able to set up his own price tag. So, you know, if he's able to put two good years together, you know, we'll, we'll pay him at 25, 26 years old and you still get 10 years out of him. And all they gave up was a second round pick. So um, I still definitely think that he can go for that. I, I would say at the end of the day, what Schefter said, and obviously he's the best in the business, I would say a two and a five is definitely still there. We established earlier that Adam Gase is going to be gone at the end of the season. And as you said, a collective sigh of relief came over the Jets fans who still believed in their heart of hearts that there was a chance that Gase could be back in 2021. But here's the question involving Darnold that I'm curious about. Is there a scenario where the Jets, if they got the first or second pick, whether it were Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, could trade out of that pick and stick with Darnold and hope that the new coach can turn Darnold around? Or from what you've been hearing, do you think that it's far more likely that if they get the one or two, they're going with Lawrence or Fields and they're going to deal Darnold? Well, it's 100% locked that if they get the number one pick, they're not dealing that. Now, two, I guess it would, you know, let's be honest, if they get the second pick, it's it's going to be 
you know, it's going to be a big letdown, you know, not only for us fans who have, who's had our sights set on Trevor Lawrence for like two months now, but for Joe Douglas and, and the Jets front office who are going to still be there because, you know, you go from having what's going to be a, you know, an attractive head coaching job if you get the number one pick with Trevor Lawrence, the cap space, and you're picking one, not only day one, but having that number one pick on day two is huge because you have, you know, you, you let the first round go, you let it run its course, you know, and then you have all, you know, that whole entire night, second, you know, the end of the first night into the second round, you know, that pick is super valuable, whether you get, you know, somebody, you get really good first round talent, or you're able to kind of call around the entire league. You have all night to, to make a trade and move back. So, you know, not only is that first rounder, obviously Trevor Lawrence, but also picking first in the second round is, is massive. Um, so you go from having Trevor Lawrence and this cap space, you know, and Joe Douglas, who's very well respected. It's not like a guy with Mike McCagney. I remember a few years ago, they were like, you know, oh, we have Sam Darnold um, and cap space and draft picks, but we have Mike McCagney, um, who wasn't well respected, who nobody knew from, you know, you know, from Joe Blow. So you go to, to Joe Douglas, who who has plenty of contacts in the league and Trevor Lawrence, you know, now if you're picking two, you're already starting to see a little bit of, oh, I don't know, Zach Wilson from BYU. I don't know, maybe Trey Lance. You know, yes, Justin Fields, in my opinion, is by far the better prospect and, and will be the second pick, but there's some doubt there. There's no doubt with the first pick. So, you know, you might not be able to attract that head coach who you might, who, you, who you'll probably be able to attract with a Trevor Lawrence. So um, it really, it, it depends there because you go from candidate, coach candidate number one, to, all right, maybe we find a guy that really likes Darnold and then we can take, you know, maybe you trade out with a team. But um, I think I think the writing's on the wall. I think the Darnold era, unfortunately, is over, um, even if they do get the second pick. Um, you know, I'm, I don't know, but I would assume that they would take Justin Fields too. Nick, before we run, I wanted to get your thoughts on what's going on with the Jets right now because you're known for having strong takes. In fact, we were joking about this before we started recording. Sometimes you end up admitting that you were wrong, but it takes a lot for you to shift into that category. So I wanted to hear what you have to say, not just about Quinn and Williams, which everybody knows that you were one of his biggest detractors, but also a lot of the other things that are going on around the Jets. What do you think of the Joe Douglas draft picks and how they've performed so far? Are there guys on the roster that you think could be keepers beyond this year? How about Makai Becton? This is a guy that I know you did like, but yeah. you also like Jerry Judy a lot, so you were sort of torn on that. Give me a little bit of a lightning round version of your thoughts on what's going on with the Jets right now and where you see them going heading forward beyond the stuff that we were just talking about. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super excited to like admit like, shit Quinn Williams has been killing it the past few weeks like you you see that little bit of you know my main thing with him coming in was I don't know if he's got that mean streak in him to be that defensive line interior D-line anchor like Aaron Donald is a mean fucking guy you like look at the guy he's cut he's massive you don't want to mess with that guy Fletcher Cox is dirty he's tough like he'll get in there and he'll just like beat you up to me Quinn Williams never fit that and to draft him three overall um, when the roster was so bad, when we were just coming off of like the Leonard Williams, you know, like that same position, we were just reinvesting and just in that same hamster wheel. So 
you know, I, I just had like nightmares of another interior defensive lineman who, yeah, he'll make plays great against the run, can impact, you know, can impact as a pass rusher. But at the end of the day, is he making these big enough plays to, to make that pick, um, you know, to make that pick valuable or to make that pick make sense. Um, and through his rookie year, you know, he really wasn't doing anything. Like what I was worried about, I saw even on tape, just watching him, like, yeah, he was doing different things. And yeah, he was, you know, filling gaps and he was taking on double teams. But when you're picked third, I don't want to hear that excuse. I want to see you flash. And I want to see that mean streak, that little edge. And I think, you know, we talked about it, like you said, like it looks like he got pissed off this off season. And even through, you know, the first two, three weeks of the season, I was like, Jesus, this guy, like, like it's a waste. And then something seemed to me like it clicked, whether he got healthy, whether he was like, all right, enough, like forget like this nice guy act is gone. Like this, the sneezing and the braces and the funny, like little videos, like that's out the window. This guy's like a mean, I'm trying to stop myself from cursing all the time, but a mean guy, like (laughs) he he doesn't want to have, he doesn't want to take that shit anymore. So he's, it seems to me like it's, it's less like athletic, athleticism because he's an athletic dude for his size but to me something clicked and that mean streak came out of him and now he's trusting what he sees he's trusting his athleticism and and you can't really it's like you can't block me like one-on-one forget it um so something seemed to click and it's great because you know lord knows we need talent on this roster and you know you can feel good if you surround him with somebody on, on the edge or you know you keep adding pieces to that defense which i trust joe douglas to do um, it'll be, you know, he'll, he'll only <clears throat> keep improving because he does have a high ceiling. That's for sure. That was never a doubt. Um, so it's great. And, and I love to admit that he's been crushing it the past few weeks. So, um, major credit to him. He was awesome against the Dolphins. So, um, now on to Becton. I love Becton. I mean, how do you not? <laughs> it's just, you know, if he can, if he can stay healthy and, you know, stay in shape and, and I doubt he'll have any problem with that. I, you know, I think the Jets will have him on a good plan. Him and Douglas are really close. They, you know, have a great relationship, obviously his first pick. So, um, you know, Douglas will make sure he's an offensive lineman guy. I don't really have any worry there. You just always worried about the injuries. They seem to catch up on him. But again, remember there was no preseason. There was really no training camp. Um, and Adam Gase is your coach. So like he's had the whole deck stacked against him. He's been awesome. So, you know, rarely do you ever say like, man, I don't even care what goes on. I'm watching an offensive lineman this week, but literally on offense, I watch what he does. And I watch Denzel Mims who um, has been, you know, nothing but a breath of fresh air for, for the Jets the past four weeks. I mean, <clears throat> when do the Jets ever get skill position players to come onto the scene and you're like, wow, you know, three, four games in a row. It's not like, you know, Stephen Hill where he catches like a hundred yards and two touchdowns in one game. And then he can't even get open the next week, but, you know, you can see some special ability from Mims. You know, the ability to track the ball, um, the long arms, the extension, the open field speed, which I don't think a lot of people, you know, we know we know he ran a fast 40, but I don't think people realize how game fast he is. Um, and you saw it, saw it on one of those terrible passes by Darnold where he had to make that fingertip catch. But if Darnold throws a good ball there, he's he's got plenty of space and he can, you know, run for miles. But you know, he was, he had to make a a trickier catch than he should have, but you know, you see the flashes from this guy and and you're not talking about like, Oh, he could be a nice player. Cause that's what, you know, that's what we're used to as Jeff fans is like, Oh, he could be a nice jet. You know what I mean? Like that seems to be the, 
you're like, oh, Gerald Kokashi, he was a nice jet, like a really good player, a great jet. But Denzel Mims has like top 10 receiver ability. So he's really exciting. I think Ashton Davis is playing better. Um, I think the game was too fast for him his first few weeks. And again, no training camp, no preseason. Um, and I thought, <clears throat> you know, I hated the James Morgan pick. Um, I hated the, the DN from Florida pick. You know, I just thought there was more value there. Um, so those guys, I mean, Morgan, whatever, uh, the Florida kid, I think got on the field the past two games. So that's, that's good. At least he's out there. Um, and then I, I think Bryce Hall, we're all excited about. I mean, I don't think we, I mean, I speak for myself. I didn't think he was that big, Like he's, he's a big aggressive kid. Um, and I think we all knew he has talent. You know, he was projected a you know, late one, early two, you know, if he would have came out before his injury. Um, and, you know, they didn't rush him back. They let him sit the whole year. And you can see, yeah, he's getting beat, but, you know, he's going to. This team is terrible. Teams are kind of doing what they want. And, you know, it's, you can't even kind of judge that. But you do like the aggressiveness. You like the size. I think if you add some more players around him, you, you get some better pass rush, which we've been saying for 30 years. But um, I think he could be a potentially a starter, too, going forward. So, um, you know, you have to like what you've seen from – it's funny because we were basically begging through week three or four for these guys to even get on the field. You know, we didn't see anything outside of Beckton. But now you see these guys are playing. They're playing major roles. Even some undrafted guys look pretty solid. So I <laughs> – it's crazy to say because they're 0-11, but I love what's going on. You know, you're getting to see young players play. Um, they're losing games, which they have to right now, which is the most important thing. And you, if you infuse another solid draft of three and four starters next year, you know, with Trevor Lawrence as obviously the, you know, the, the headliner, um, you can, you can turn this around really fast. I don't, you know, I, you know, you see an old 11 team and you're like, man, we're going to be, you know, in some shit for the next four years. I don't think that's the case. I think if like, if you bring in the right coach and you do get Lawrence and he's everything that we think he is, um, you'll see Mims get much better, much faster. If you improve the guard play, even Connor McGregor, uh, you know, Connor McGovern's looking at Connor McGregor, even Connor <laughs> McGovern's looking a lot better the past few weeks. But if you improve that guard spot, which, you know, Lewis and McG um, Lewis and Van Roten are, you know, just one year kind of gap fillers. Um, <clears throat> if you draft a guy and, and sign, I know I'll, I'll also give you a little, um, you know, a little bit of what I've heard is they love Joe Tooney from the Pats, and I know that they'll be in on him from day one. So, you know, if he does shake free from New England and, and if he's the big free agent signing, you know, you stick him between Beckton and McGovern, and then if you draft an interior lineman, whether it's uh, in the second round or third round, which is a very deep draft, you're talking about improving this offensive line, which is obviously has been Joe Douglas's you know main goal from day one. You know, you can go from having a nice, unit that they've definitely improved regardless of what Manish wants to say with his like grudge against Joe Douglas they've improved I think everybody can see it um you see it a lot more in Flacco plays because he knows how to play the position um <clears throat> and then if you plug in guys like Joe Tooney and a guard like let's say you know Trey Smith from uh Tennessee you're talking about Beckton, Tooney, McGovern, Smith and then you can even keep a George Fant around you know you don't need all-stars across the line you know you need some continuity it's going to take a little time but if you get your left tackle like Beckton and he's the guy which everybody thinks he is in your first draft and he's your guy for the next decade 
like you're way ahead of the game. So I think this roster, yes, it looks bad right now, but there is talent at positions that are crucial. You know, the left tackle looks great. You know, if you bring in Lawrence, your quarterback, if you get the Lawrence Becton, you get contributions from, you know, the Quinton Williams, Bryce Hall, um, and then you get CJ Mosley back next year, hopefully. Um, and shout out to him, man. He knew what, he knew what he was doing when he opted out of this year, but, um, you can really, and, and with Denzel Mims and Jamison Crowder and, and that second tier of free agency, and everybody wants to talk about like the Allen Robinsons, the Chris Godwins, and, you know, yeah, obviously it'd be beautiful to have one of those guys, but if you look into like the second grouping, Curtis Samuel, Corey Davis, even a guy like Josh Reynolds from the Rams, like he's not going to get a big contract, but he can play. And we know we need receivers. I mean, the Jets have guys dropping like flies and you're playing Chris Hogan off the street. You know, having a guy like Josh Reynolds who makes plays with that Rams offense, who's been around great coaching, you know, these guys are valuable players. So, you know, and and you don't have to exactly break the bank for them. So um, that receiving receiver group, if healthy, you know, is not far off from being a strength. And, And Perriman has looked good too. I mean, we were talking about this before. You know, even the free agent signings that, that Douglas has made this offseason, even though they're one-year deals and kind of flyers, Van Roten hasn't been terrible, you know, even though he talks a little bit too much, you know, too much pro-gaze and whatever. <clears throat> um, Perriman has been good. Uh, you know, they're getting some contributions from these guys now that they're getting healthy. So I wouldn't even be opposed to Perriman coming back too. So um, it looks bad 0-11, obviously it is, but I think we can all chalk it up to Adam Gase, the Darnold thing just kind of falling flat and there's a lot to be excited about going forward. You know, it sounds crazy, but it's true. So um, obviously it's all about getting this first pick. Don't fuck this up and getting the coaching hire. Right. I agree with you on Perriman. I think he's been on four teams for a reason. And that reason is the fact that he generally hasn't been able to stay healthy. But I think you can see that first round ability when you watch him play. The reality is, though, unfortunately, the injuries are always going to be a risk. I know. And that's how it works in football because it's such a physical sport. Injuries are a big part of the sport, especially with the Jets, as we've seen with Adam Gase the last couple of years. But when somebody gets injured due to someone else's negligence, it can be a life-changing event. And when that happens, you Mm. want a strong legal team fighting for you to make sure that you receive full compensation for your injuries. You don't want to be somebody that calls your legal team and they don't answer your calls. You want to be able to call them whenever you want. You do not want to be a file on their shelf with hundreds of other people. You don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. Here's what you do want. You do want the great lawyers at Faruqi and Faruqi. They give every client their personal cell phone number. You can call them 24-7. They limit the number of clients they have so that they can represent everybody with personal care. They've got a long track record taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court. And here's the important part. They have a long track record of winning. Prior results don't guarantee similar outcomes. You can learn more about them and what they do at nylegalteam.com. That's nylegalteam.com. Nick Spano, CEO of U Stadium. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing that intel with me. Really appreciate it. I'm glad that you were able to make some time to talk about this stuff, and I'm looking forward to having you back on in the offseason so we could chop it up again in the offseason roundtable like we always do. For anybody that doesn't have U Stadium on their phone or their computer or whatever they use to check out different apps, what are they missing out on? 
Yeah, man. And of course, anytime, literally anytime I'd love to like to vent, talk about what's going on. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely check out the app. It's got great news, like to turn on the notifications where, you know, we invest heavily in making sure we get the right news out to you fast and push to your phone, whether it's just Jets news, all NFL news, it's up to you. Just turn your notifications on, select whatever you want to hear. If it's just the Jets, like I said, or you know, you want fantasy football news, you want fantasy football tips, betting tips, turn all that on with your notifications. Um, all about creating content. <clears throat> and, you know, we're really pushing on the, um, the content creator, um, you know, rewarding those who create content. So if you want to be a part of that and kind of be paid for your content and pay for your work, um, check out the app. Give us a shout. We're on Twitter, Instagram, obviously, at Ustadium. Everywhere, reach out to us if you want to be a part. Um, and just, you know, good football talk with knowledgeable fans in less of a gossipy way, but more X's and O's. So that's bread and butter with U Stadium. There you go. Make sure that if you don't have the U Stadium app that you go and get it because if you're listening to this, you're clearly a serious football fan and you want to discuss this stuff with people that are serious just like you. So make sure that you sign up for U Stadium and follow them on Twitter at U Stadium. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.